All right. Sorry about that, everybody. Uh, we had to swap back over to StreamYard. So, can everybody uh, hear me? <laughs> hopefully, they can. I can hear the intro. Good sign. Well, I guess y'all couldn't yeah. hear the intro before. I don't know why. I couldn't hear the intro but, before. Anyway, well, uh, so Josh. the group we had the whole group. I don't know if we'll have everybody back right now. Um, yeah, we got we got Matt and Gene back, but it's the crew for MTE. They're going to do a uh, shop owners roundtable uh, discussion uh, class. Y'all can come in and listen to, but they're going to explain it. And so let's go ahead and bring Matt and Gene on. And then we'll bring everybody else on as they come in. So, what's up, guys? What's up, Sorry. Guys? <laughs> All right, so we We're got... just cavemen bent guys. We're not internet nerds. <laughs> Technology so, yeah. is not our friend. Right. No. No. It's not. It's not. But anyway, uh, hope y'all are doing great. Um, I know y'all been swamped. We all have. Uh, it's been a blessing to us all this, this season. And... Um, but anyway, we're excited to hear about the this class y'all are going to do at MTE, um, especially as a shop owner myself and Andy and, and everybody else. Um, I really think it, it'll be good for us and new people or, or techs that are that are looking to, to possibly go into a, a shop later on. But um, Andy, you got any anything to, to lead them off with? Questions? Oh, just I mean. Personally, like I think I've probably talked to each and every one of you, you know, when we was getting our shop and everything and gotten great, valuable information from you. I'm glad you guys have came up with the idea to do this to spread the word more. I think it's going to be very beneficial because shop is the new thing for PDR and what better guys to, you know, talk about it than all y'all. So I'm excited. Well, certainly. Thanks for having us on. We, Absolutely. Uh, we appreciate the, the opportunity to get on and, you know, spread the word about it a little bit and I'm, I'm really hoping that this is the most well-attended uh class at mte that's my goal i feel like it will be i put money on it <laughs> yeah all right should so be a fun time I, I i think we all when we were chatting about doing this we were all basically like dude like why haven't we done this in the past like this makes sense to get together and chat and um Try to be as transparent as we can possibly be. Uh, I mean, I, I know, you know, all of us, heck, most of these guys, including we're on a podcast now. We've learned from podcasts with guys just being transparent. And, um, you know, the shop owner seems to be the path that people are going towards. And so we get a lot of the same questions and we have a lot of the same questions. And felt like um, if we could kind of put all of these minds to in the same room, it'd be a really cool thing to do. I think I think it's, a, it's it's like anything else. We need people like y'all that have the information to to move us forward as an industry instead of trying to keep everything secret. Um, I think there's a there's a there's a lot of classes I think we should have. Uh, this being particularly one of them, I think it's a great great thing. So I'm excited. Yeah. I'm definitely gonna try to be there. <laughs> yeah, I got some. You know, I'm supposed to be helping set up or whatever, but I'm gonna sneak over and definitely get in on this class like well, one of the last classes right so we are yep, yeah. Yeah. end of the day yeah, yeah. yeah should be set up, so, ID. so work yeah. work faster and uh <laughs> really oh, we're, I, I, hey, baby. I, i'm with, i'm with dentcraft crew so we have it all done pretty quick mm -hmm. so. see and even stefan stefan said this is the info he needs and like i said what better people to get it from so this makes too much sense Nice. Oh, Drago's sitting on the bourbon. 
Um, one of the what, to me, uh, when we were chatting about doing this, it was cool because like I don't know, I, I, I don't know about y'all, but I've been to MT ten times, something like that. And the very first maybe two years, I came to the Education Day, felt like there was a lot of information I soaked up, and then. Like, I don't know, three or four years I went and I went back and it was a lot of the same information, right? Now, that's not always the case. There's there's obviously guys pushing it forward. There's been a lot of technology changes and scanning and Google, all the, all the stuff that's out there. But for a tech that's a re- really new tech, I think there's a ton of information on Education Day that Absolutely. has always existed. Must, must go. But when you get into five or six years, there's just kind of like, I mean, I sent I sent several of my techs and, and they were at a class and they basically came back and said everything they taught us we already do a little bit better than they were teaching so like in a lot of ways you know it 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 can like the education kind of hits a threshold and so for us i think every one of these guys and including what's funny is including brandon and andy like all of us have called one another leaned on one another and asked questions of each other you know, Chris and I have talked about marketing. Corey and I have talked about hiring, and Gene. You know, we've we've all like talked about how to take steps forward in your business and what it looks like when you're opening a new shop and what are you looking for. And these are the guys that when I'm looking at shops, I'm sending pictures to and saying, "What do you think about this?" and all that. And um, I think there's a lot of people out there that are in the same boat and they don't know who to turn to. And um, what is maybe helpful is just seeing that everyone has a lot of the same questions. And right. so we wanted to open it up to have. Um, to have those questions answered and and what you know i don't y'all correct me if i'm wrong but every time i get asked a question gene and Corey and chris and Ed, it, i'm almost hesitant to answer my response because it's so like this is my experience mm-hmm. yeah. but like your market's different who your your clients are different your employees are different and i encourage everyone i'm giving advice to to go and talk to other people because they're all going to have similar questions but maybe different answers and so i thought that a round table type discussion would be really helpful to have like um you know again four or five different thoughts on the same question that are all successful answers so it makes it where there's not one shape that fits everything what do you i mean that's yeah. that was kind of my thoughts on this I, I totally agree with you and as far as like you know a lot of people have questions of adding services like that's something we talk a lot about on on my podcast as well and basically like people are asking matt has services i have different services and the question on that is like it depends if someone calls you and say hey should i add ppf well it depends are there a bunch of ppf places that do a really good job that have a lot of um are already set up on Google and all that type of stuff. Like, is it going to be, um, is it going to be a new ocean, a blue ocean for you? Or is it going to be, you're going to have a lot of competition. Maybe you need to look at restore effects. Maybe you need to just hire more dank guys. So it just depends. And so I think there's going to be a lot of those questions as far as like, what should I do? That's not what we're trying to cover. I think we're trying to cover more of a broad, like, what does it look like if you do this? Not like, yeah. should you do it? Because that's not something we can answer really without knowing all of your background, which in our position, none of us have time to, to spend a couple hours to answer that question for you. Our goal is like, here's what it looked like when we did this. If you do it, it could look like this, you know, and you have to make that choice for yourself. And hopefully be able to motivate people to, to make those next steps. I mean, I right. think that's the goal. Um, I mean, I wouldn't care if a PPF shop set up uh, right across the street from me. Um, I would create my blue ocean, like you said, Corey. Yeah. So uh, if you're determined to grow something of scale, doesn't matter to me, um, but you got to know that you're going to be in it for a fight and how to fight yeah. that. Right. And so, Absolutely. you know, we do a SWOT analysis on every location we build. Mm-hmm. So I can say, Hey, it's going to be a, it's going to be a tough one. 
or <laughs> you know, let's let's go some low hanging fruit. But hopefully, uh, if you're in Los Angeles and you want to grow, like we want to encourage that um, and, and and be able to provide information around uh, maybe some of the difficulties you may run into, and so you're just, just well armed. Right. I want to get to Amanda's question. I kept popping it up, but I was letting you guys yep. roll with it. But uh, what topics will you cover? Is it pretty much anything shop-related open for discussion? Are you taking requests? And the reason I want to bring that up is because right now is a good time. If anybody's planning on going to this, go ahead and get these guys the questions right here. They're going to have them down, and they're going to be able to answer them. Yep. They put a lot more thought into it than just popping it up at the roundtable. So. Yeah, we currently yeah, – so so go ahead, Chris. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was just about to say we currently have questions, but we are taking more. Um, and we're going to kind of just summarize them and, and see if any of them have uh, a connection and then kind of work on that. I mean, a lot of stuff is from hiring to marketing. I mean, no, no questions yeah. is the wrong questions. So. I'll, I'll add probably what Matt was going to say. But the reason the reason we're doing it that way is because we want to come prepared. I know Matt and I talked about it a little bit like we the reason we're collecting questions ahead of time is that so we don't get caught off guard. If you have a question about dollars, when should you hire a tech, that type of stuff, we can, I can come with numbers that help me make that decision and then tell you that stuff. I can't do that off the cuff. And so there exactly. probably will be a point. Maybe. I don't know, Matt. I'm not sure. I guess if we have enough questions, we fill the whole time. We probably won't take a Q&A, but if there is at the end, if there's enough time, maybe we'll, we will do some like free form, but majority of it's going to be prepared. We, yeah. we have a lot of really good questions that have, that, that's that a new funny, <laughs> no, it's all right. What, what's funny is there are a lot of the questions that, that I know personally, I get calls probably about three times a month from somebody. They either me. Face I'm the call me <laughs> about, you know, Hey, I'm thinking about making a jump from doing body shops and dealers to retail location. What's that look, you know, whatever. And, 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 and so for, for us, it's, it's about kind of like what we're basically going to do is we're going to have it up on slide. We're going to answer the questions. And what's going to be interesting is, you know, when someone's asking about multiple services, that doesn't really apply to all of us, but all of us that are going to be up there have, you know, grinding successful businesses that are, that are working hard to try to be better next year than we are this year. But we all kind of went in different directions, uniquely similar because we all were PDR techs at one point, but we've all mm -hmm. kind of gone in different directions, mm -hmm. which is interesting mm -hmm. to me. I think that's a fascinating topic. Um, and so what we've done is we've on some Facebook posts, we've collected a bunch of questions. Uh, and, and then uh, even in tonight, we're going to I'll, I'll go over. We'll, we'll read off some of these tonight. Um, but it's, it's going to be interesting because I think that it, what it will do is the guys that are in that audience, they're going to be, you know, one guy's going to connect to something that Gene says and be like, that's the market. That's the direction I want to go. And somebody else is going to say, oh, man, RestoreFX is the thing for me. And the other guy may may want to do more of the, the PPF because it's the right fit for them because the whatever. It, and so so I think that that's what's important about it is realizing that there is no one path that makes you successful in this business. It's about working hard and working smart and 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 understanding your market but also about being you know just thoughtful in the direction you want to go and so um anyway i i, I just think if, if i could share a stage with any guys these are the guys i want to share a stage with because because i'm kind of sure this i i know all of you would say something i don't know any of the, the stuff anybody than anyone else i'm just a dude with the fixed dents that's trying to grind out of business now and 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 you know i'm i'm just you know i don't want to be the guy who's prescribing anything i just want to describe my experience and i think that's helpful for you guys as well yeah. i think i think I it's think the we'll best be yeah i think it's yeah. the best way you can do it and by the way uh yeah like like stefan had, had posted questions y'all post your questions in here it's not necessarily questions that we're gonna ask and answer these guys 
you know, they have these guys answer tonight, but it's ones that we'll write down or, or t- you know. I think you're writing them down, to them. Gene. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to take yeah. notes as they come I thought off. I and, right. yeah. and, 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 make, and make sure, you know, this is a, a shop owner's roundtable, so make sure it's something as shop far related. as questions about shop-related stuff. So, uh, yeah, just keep putting your, your questions in here, and that way they can have it for NTE. I think some of the questions, about some of the questions we've sorry. So some of the questions we've been asked is about hiring. Who do you hire first? How do you know when it's the right time to hire? Well, you don't have to have a shop to hire. So you can still learn from something like this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> thanks, Danny. Uh, you can hi- you can still learn from things like this, even if you don't <laughs> go with a brick and mortar or whatever it is. I mean, I, I think for all of us, Education Day is incredibly valuable, but it in a lot of ways feels like, again, it's geared towards young techs. Or it's maybe a company, a deep, you know, a, a rag, you know, a company selling selling microfibers, trying to teach you about why their microfibers are the best or whatever, right? <laughs> yeah. And so, like, that's what it's weird. I, we when we all did this, we all talked about it. We said literally, we're not going to do any. There's no sponsorship. There's no branding. There's nothing in it for us. It's li- genuinely, we just want to answer questions that six years ago I was asking, and all yeah. of the guys in this on the screen were asking, and get gar- granular. You know, that's yeah. that's the you know, go deep, you yeah, know, this yeah. surface level question answering is, it's not what I'm, I'm here for. Right. You know? And that's yeah, why yeah. I reflect on Corey, you know, we're, we're going to have time to research these questions, to bring information yep. around it. So hopefully hey, we quick, can, go ahead. Sorry. A uh, quick shout out. If since you're going to get education day stuff, go ahead and go to Shelly's class about Dr. Fellowship too, because we're kind of excited about that when he's learned some tips and tricks about that. So that's another good one to go to at Education Day. I had to throw him a shout out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's out there waving. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. So, guys, y'all all have the questions that we've asked so far. Which ones uh, we, we sent it and, and, and each one of you basically said these are incredible questions. They're great because I went through every Facebook post. I could find. Which one are you? If there's one question you're excited about answering, maybe because it hit home, maybe because you just think it's a good question. Do y'all, y'all, did, was there one thing or topic that stood out to you? So I like the hiring. So hiring's good for me. It's how do you make that jump from from doing mobile work to the shop? How do you make that job? How do you make that jump? And what does that commitment look like? Right, like that was a. That's where I feel like a lot of people go wrong. Well, that's the scary part. The the pull the trigger part, right? Yep. The commitment part. And that really goes back to like one of my philosophies is sometimes you've got to take that like that little step backwards to take that mm-hmm. leap forwards. And that's where mm-hmm. everybody yeah. like gets scared and then they start running forward again before they're ready to take that leap. That's, mm-hmm. yeah. That's, yeah. that's probably, and I, I think in fact, it is the top question on our list. Uh, <laughs> nice. I mean, not, not like <laughs> just the first <laughs> ordered. Yeah. Just the first one. Like, that was, that was it. Cause I struggled with that for a long time. So that's my, a lot of people that, that are mobile is like, yeah. man, I don't, I just can't see myself sitting in the shop from eight to five. I, I don't have any issues with it. I love it. Like, especially, I mean, if we're slow, yeah, I'm, I'm miserable sitting here from eight to five. But if you're busy, like, it, it goes by. You, you get to look at what you got and be proud of it and stuff. So I think it's way better than crying it out in the parking lot myself. But we're all different. Yep. I think your 10 year old self will thank you too. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Chris, what was your favorite question? Guys, right. Chris, what was your favorite question? You said hiring. What was it? I'm sorry, guys. Uh, it was just the hiring. I, I think that's the biggest fear. I mean, that was my biggest fear. Um, was to hire to make sure that I, I feel like it's an obligation when you hire someone to 
bring them on board, pay for their salary, their family is is, is involved in it. I'm, I'm very connected with my employees. So I don't hire just to, for temporary. I hire for, for long term. Um, and I even had to make some adjustments to that um, as we get hit, like the hail comes in and I got to hire three or four guys. I can't be too attached to that. Um, or if I hire, hire admin staff or accounting, I mean, we, we would go from nine to 12 employees all the way to like 20 some odd employees pretty much overnight. So everyone doesn't get, doesn't get Chris, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> right. Um, but, uh, but with hiring, we put together a onboarding packet. It's 106 pages that they read through. And so that, that pretty much pushed me to systemize my business in each, each, um, you know, department. And so it's just hiring is just the next step. Once you know, you know, how to hire, how to train, then stepping out and getting the shop and, and hiring your first employee is easy because you have a format to follow. Um, and I, I don't want to go too deep into it, yeah. but hopefully yeah. in the round table, come I to can. the show, come to the, come to the, well, top. Yeah, yeah. Come to the show. Yeah. Cause I, I want to pick out of that, that 106 page onboarding packet that we have with videos and everything. I think there's like 20 to 30 different videos in there. Um, that, it gets people up to speed within weeks. I don't have to do any training, any one-on-one -on -one training, um, or at least you know maybe five percent of one-on-one -on -one training. So uh, anyway, that's why I like hiring so much because it, it, yeah. it, it systems. <laughs> at that I'll, I'll, I'll follow <laughs> up on that. Okay, I'll follow up on that with um, my favorite question being mindset. But that's if anybody knows me, that's pretty much where I always land. <laughs> But um, I, I would say a lot of what Chris is talking about is is the mindset part of it. And and you, you get to choose how you want to make this business. If you want to be a just a, a route tech, not just a route tech. If you want to be a route tech, that's fine, too. If you want to move into a shop, why do you want to do you want to move into a shop and stay by yourself or maybe have one other technician there? Just understand who you are, understand what you want and what your what the goals you're trying to achieve are are you trying to open up multiple locations are you trying to have a shop that has five or six people work at it like what what's the goal like having a having a lease payment is not the goal it's it's what are you trying to build and each of us is trying to build something different and if your dream is to have a shop location for yourself where you're the tech and you do everything that's just as good as chris opening up locations all over the country and matt expanding in georgia i mean there's no different it's just understanding yeah. what you want knowing yourself Corey, bouncing off that i think if you do have a you know you get a shop for yourself just for you to work i think you your mind changes into starting getting employees because me sure, personally it sure can that's where i that's where i started at. i was like i'm just gonna get it for me fix some dents and now i'm like i need people to fix the dents for me so i can grow this thing so I think yeah but if, mind if, if you if you you may not have ever done it because you're like i don't want to have five or six employees but if you start with yourself and then you get to that it's like once you get to that next ledge then you can see the or the top of that mountain, then you can see the next top. You couldn't see it before because you weren't in the shop. And I, I was the guy. You get. I was the guy who said I don't. I never wanted a shop because I wanted to be. I wanted the freedom of mobile. I said. I mean, go back on my podcast. The receipts are there. I said it a hundred times. And now, and now Hudson. I don't know if he's still on here. Called me the other day because I made a post on Facebook saying like, basically like. Um, this is why I have people come to the shop because I had two lights, shrinky box, glue, the whole Kiko cart and all that stuff. And, and he called me as like, you're full, you're a trader, dude. You could have done this mobile. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, but it's marketing's a thing, dude. <laughs> so, but yeah, yeah I like I mean, it. things change. I like Dave. Did you notice, uh, 
Okay, Dave sent this to me. Uh, he sent it to me, but I think it'd be a great question for the roundtable. What during that downtime when the shop is slow? What are you guys doing? You know, to you know, obviously I'm. We're all going to say grind, but there's certain ways of grinding to get more business in the door. So I think touching on those would be very helpful for people. Yep. Yeah. I think that's great. I I I love. Um, every question is going to be spawned by whatever your own experience is. Like right, mm-hmm. and and what's I, I I love that. You know, when when someone shares an experience, when I you know call Chris and talk about marketing or or you know we're using hubspot or crm or whatever it is like he can tell his experience i can tell mine and we've kind of both had success in different ways using some of the same stuff i love that like when a guy is on these these you know questions they're asking questions that i was asking six seven years ago gene was asking course i mean all of us have been asking the same damn stuff and just figuring it out i mean none of us have a doctorate in this we just are trying to figure it out as cavemen basically figuring out how to be business owners right right yeah my favorite yeah. i what what i think that i would have thought my favorite questions would have been the mindset one because that's kind of like the process orienting and all that which which i love those but i'm i think the hiring was some of my favorite too i, I loved one of them was um it's a really good question when hiring a tech should you hire experience or train them what are the advantages <laughs> of doing so i love that because i've hired i've trained guys from the ground up and i've hired experienced techs and there are advantages to both, and there are are things that you should know going into both. And I, I think that's the thing that, I mean, these are these are you know, these are questions that I would didn't even know to ask. In all honesty, when I was starting my business, yeah. and I think right. that's, that's great that people are asking them before they go there because those are that shows they're smarter than we are because I didn't know. <laughs> I just I just did it because I hated first. Text. I hired somebody. <laughs> Right, <laughs> but but I love. I mean, I'm excited. I mean, Chris, I didn't know you were that in depth with your your onboarding manual. That is badass. Like that's I, awesome. Oh, it. I, I got to show you. It is. It is serious. <laughs> you just made put that in our group. It is. Oh, it is serious. Yeah, it is. That's all. Awesome. Everything from posting to how to take pictures to. Uh, nice. You know, I, yeah, yeah. It, uh, it's pretty. Pretty good. Um, awesome. Yeah, because most of our techs do can do can fill into every role, so they can do admin, obviously write estimates, do the repairs, mm-hmm. uh, make phone calls to uh, adjusters and stuff like that. So we just give them a you know, for tech side, we just give them an easy way to just find everything. So the goal of the onboarding, which we were changing this year, was that it's a reference kind of um, kind of handbook for them. So hopefully they'll just keep going back. Find just to find even um, like State Farm's emails and, and and phone numbers. You go back to the handbook. I want to get the guys to just every week go back to that handbook. And so when they ask me questions, I reference the handbook if I can. Hey, here's the link directly to the handbook. So it just gets them custom to. Hey, there's a lot of stuff in there because you really give some. You give a handbook, 106 pages. It's overwhelming. They don't yeah. read it. No. And so if you over the weeks, if you keep, well, you know, the ones that read it, actually, let me just say, right. Yeah, it stands it, right? out. <laughs> right. So then I just keep referring back to the handbook and they tend to get the, the drill. Every, every <laughs> time I think I'm a process guy, I hang out with Chris and it's like, oh, it's the same guy. He's at a different level. I love it. It's so, so good. Good. Chris, how long did it take you to create the 106 page onboarding book? Uh, well, definitely not like a month. Um, it's been growing ever <laughs> since, and we we had to do a modification um, in Chicago because it's just it's just it's just different. Um, 
So it started with admin staff first. And I'm like, oh, a lot of this stuff should, the technician should know. And mm -hmm. then as technicians come in, it's like, oh, they should know this, they should know that. And I'm, I can't be everywhere. So, but I want everyone to know, I want the company to be ran a certain way. So the only way I can do that is express myself through a handbook. And I'm telling you, it's videos, it's um, screen shares of how to work different software inside of the company. I mean, it's pretty thorough. So, I mean, I mean, we use Shop Launch. Um, Corey, I think, uses Shop Launch too. Uh, HubSpot, I think, was what Matt uses. Um, so it's basically a CRM. And there's things inside of that CRM to... Uh, you know, to connect customers to our follow-up. Every car that's in our shop overnight, they get a follow-up um, text message just saying, hey, everything is going great. Just letting you know, cars in the shop and, you know, it, it, you know we'll, we'll let you, we'll update you with uh, with the status early in the morning if anything changes. And and we try to be a little more proactive, but that, again, that's all in the handbook and, the, and hopefully the handbook represents our company culture too, as they read through it and as they watch mm -hmm. the videos and stuff like that. So again, I, I can't be everywhere. So at that point, I, I want to give them me, but in a, a more <laughs> seamless, autonomous way, if that makes sense. Right. And <laughs> touching on CRM, is, are you guys, do you have a question about CRM systems for the speech? Because I think that CRM is the way to talk about that. I think we haven't we haven't been huge. asked one about it yet. To be honest, we well, just, I'm asking. Okay. what is a CRM? <laughs> what is a CRM? We <laughs> okay. Especially, I mean, if you're a one man show, like a CRM is huge for you. I mean, even when you oh, get employees, yeah. it's even bigger. But as a one man show, a CRM can save your ass. You know what I mean? So I think it's that's something that definitely yeah. needs to be talked about in the shop. Yeah, as soon as soon, the the first two or three times that you forget to message a customer back because you're using Facebook messages, Instagram messages, mm -hmm. emails from your website, text message on your personal cell, a voicemail from your business. Like there's too many different places. You can just take, basically what it does is takes all that and puts it into one number and one mm -hmm. dashboard. Then you never, mm -hmm. if you're following that, you never miss customers. And so if I'm you're, like, if you have three people that call you a week, then you probably don't need to see our I mean, because you can track three people in your head. Yeah, uh, but as yeah. soon as you drop the ball three, four times, you've already spent, you've already cost yourself potentially thousands. Um, well, that's and I know Mac could, Mac could touch on this with the following up of people. You put them in the opportunity that they need to be followed mm -hmm. up with. How much more revenue can that bring in for you from following Dude, up? With we, we were a little slow today. My office manager, I said, hey, we're going to reach out to old leads today. Old leads meaning like, you know, two, three weeks stuff that we've kind of like, oh, I need to think about it. I need to ask my wife. I've got to get this insurance thing. You follow back up. We booked three appointments today just by having old leads sitting there and saying, hey, did you figure that out? Like, oh, yeah. So, I mean, it's. Yeah, it's huge. We could talk. Yeah. We could do a whole. I mean, I've done it with Matt. A whole entire talk <laughs> yeah. just on CRMs. Right. Actually, it was just on reviews on CRMs. It wasn't even about CRMs, as you know, Andy. <laughs> One little. Thing. Yeah. It's yeah. The beauty about CRM. The beauty about CRMs is you can put them in each column, and they can be an automation for every mm -hmm. time you move yeah. them yes. along. Yeah. So, I mean, it's. Yeah. yeah, Chris, I bet you go nuts with some automation, don't no. you? Yeah, don't get don't get Chris too much. Too much. Yeah. So I had to go back. Maybe with automation, it's got spots where you you put in a certain you know code, and it's going to say their name automatically. It's going to say oh, whatever yeah. you need to within it, that code. Like yeah. it's huge. It's it's like personalized, but it's not coming from you. You're back here working on a dent. Your system is personalized, mm -hmm. messaging people and making shit happen. 
So, yeah. so right now we're building the sales kind of funnel. So if, if a customer comes in, uh, I would say maybe four out of the 10 that come in, they may have to think about it, but I am going to make the judgment call and see where they're at in that buying stage. I'm hoping the sales team will be able to do that. So if the guy just takes our ass and I don't feel like he's connected to what PDR is, he's just there for the price. I'm going to send them several text message, text messages and emails talking about the the price, what, what's more important to him, obviously trying to bring them into the more value side. And so that's one of the ways I kind of filter. So I have three columns. So awesome. I love it's, it. It's, I, bet you, and it's just, I bet you got 500 columns, Chris. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> because then you got to just keep. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, yeah it's, it's, it's ridiculous. But yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. But the automation, no, you know, so yeah, that's, yeah. that's the key. Like you can, you're almost acting as three people at, at, mm. from there, you know, so. And recorded, you know, as far as high level, recorded phone calls, especially if you got a staff, you can go back and get all the information from that phone call that, that you didn't talk to the customer yeah. with. So that's huge, too. You, you could have a class just on CRMs. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, 100%. 100%. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm a believer in it now, now that I finally have. have <laughs> I've been bugging him forever. I was like, you need it, especially you. Yeah. Being, you know, I mean, he's still, got still, most of the time, but still. Yeah, still, still learning it. I mean, it, it's difficult to learn, but... Um, who do you have, uh, Brandon? Which, which platform do you use? High level. Okay, yeah. So similar to just started, like yeah, yeah, yeah. What a month, maybe. Yeah. yeah. We could talk about so Dwayne had the wholesale question. We could talk about mm -hmm. doing mm -hmm. wholesale in a shop environment um, <laughs> because there's there's d different. <laughs> <laughs> Always learning, Josh. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, the, is, you're not in a wholesale in a sense that that we're going to go knock out a bunch of uh, cars at a dealer lot. Although I do have technicians that do that for me. I mm -hmm. just don't personally do that. So that's one side of it. And then um, there's a there's a big market for having a some other company do the $75 car dance and then you do the hard stuff for the right price. I mean, Absolutely. it's a very big market for that. So, yeah, that's what we do. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I'm not interested yeah. in this. Yeah, okay. Give me the ones yeah. that yeah. and I'm going to charge you accordingly. Yeah. Gene, okay. you're almost into the smash wholesale, right? Like that's your market, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, so we've got <laughs> I've got a couple of mobile techs that do regular wholesale and yeah. you know, dealerships and body shops, uh, and then we do some larger wholesale smash work here, right? Like in between the big company that doesn't want to fix everything and the body shop. We found a great little niche to do big damage to a great wholesale level and, and turn good money at it. Uh, that's that's what I like about this group of shop owners here is we've all got successful shops. We all run different shops. It's not mm -hmm. like we're running the same operation. Yeah, it's very different. Uh, yeah, and They're all working and they're all at least from, you know, from what I can see in our discussions, they're all what we want to do. Right. We're all at the end of the day. I mean, I try to live like a pretty stress-free life and do what I want to do. And that's what I've built this business to do is, is to allow me to, to work on what I want to work on and, and build what I want to build. I remember one of our talks, Matt, uh, I think we were talking about shop space, but you were talking about like one thing is to build a skyscraper and another is to build a town, right? And neither one's wrong. It's just mm -hmm. what you're trying to do. And, and they're both needed, <laughs> right? Yeah, they're they're it's not even as one wrong as they're they're both necessary. Um, hundred percent, Corey is just your life. Well, we you got no kids, you got no kids, Corey. Too, that's it. He just yeah. can hail every year. 
<laughs> right, right, right. Well, right not, not worry. Worry. <laughs> uh, well, and, and, and one level, one level more of that gene is when you talk about, you know, what I, I think we were talking about growth and what growth look, looks like. You can grow a skyscraper, you can grow a town, and as a business, you can grow wide, you can grow tall, you can grow in adding, you know, you know, think of Sal or Bryce that are like, we're gonna just grow our value personally, like growth. I mean, one of my favorite, I mean, Hayes Freeman, he's not even a dent guy anymore, but he, he always said healthy things grow like that. If, if you're if you're a healthy tree, you're growing. If your bank account's healthy, it's growing. If you're if your personal, you know, your spiritual, whatever it is, if you're healthy, things grow. And as a business, you have to be growing. And it doesn't always look the same, though. It doesn't mean yeah. that like, you know, like Hudson, he bashes on shops. It doesn't mean you have to have a shop to be growing but i do think you need to be growing or you're dying i mean that's just what's yeah. happening as a business yeah. if you're not growing you're, you're drowning right. what are you doing yeah. Uh, yeah josh is asking matt if you got any guys doing a lot of work yep we do yeah we do we use it more as a training ground to be honest yes, because uh, retail <laughs> is who we are that's you know if we were doing a swot analysis you know kind of our who we are as a you know, wholesale never comes up as an opportunity for us, right? Like retail is is the opportunity, but wholesale is the the metal time for my retail techs. It's mm-hmm. it's what allows us to learn to be good retail techs and and be able to hire someone when they're not really at the level that can do retail work quite yet. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Uh, Dwayne's you know asking multiple yep. locations. Anybody plan on opening mo- more locations? Matt, you got three now, or I, I have two. Chris has, Chris has a couple of three, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Also four. Four. So, so we're, we're, yeah, we're, we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna come all up and down the East coast. <laughs> I think, I think uh, having a little discussion about how stressful it could be owning multiple locations would be because <laughs> we have Matt's answer. We'll maybe, about, maybe like, a couple MTEs from now, that will be the next, yeah. the next version yeah. of it. I, I got right. a few gray hair. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. I don't know if it's from the I'm kids in the shop, though. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I got gray in my beard now. That's what I mean. That's my ultimate goal is to have another location, too, besides this. I don't know why I'm crazy like that. I'm like, I've heard of the horror stories, and I still want to do it for some reason. So it's like, let's go. Yes. I would say that's a goal of mine as well. I really think that, that PDR, right, we're all born of PDR, but like the, the shops have changed a little bit. I still think PDR is like we're not in our infancy anymore. But I think we're just teenagers, Adolescent, yeah. right? Adolescent. Like we're still trying to figure it out. If you came to me, like, so it'll be six years in February that we signed the lease on this shop. If seven years ago you came back and had a conversation with me, it would be way different than today. And really even just, I don't know, four years ago, it's a different discussion. Yeah. And certainly now it's a different discussion. It, it's crazy how just like you grow up in life, right? A 20-year-old gene is different than 47-year-old gene that's way different than 13-year-old gene. As the business grows, or even as we grow as, as people, it's crazy how it evolves and changes and, and our views. Like, I bet most of us started with, like I did, a gun case of tools in the back of a truck. spent <clears throat> three grand on those tools. And you were like, man, I'm set. Like, what else is there? What else is there? Like, I have a tech loser case of tools out of the back of the truck and it's more than that <laughs> you know true, I mean? story. That's yeah, true. Very true story yeah four days yeah. god i bet he was too <laughs> uh, but it, it's asking just, about hybrid shops if y'all don't know uh, if you want to write that one down for discussion sure so hybrid shops as in ours 
Yeah, like them. you're not like you're not there all the time. Yeah, my appointment the only. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, yeah. We can talk about it. I, I don't right. recommend it, For but sure. we can talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> Josh, we're offering uh, wheel repair, but it's a sub kind of a subcontract thing. Yeah, same. Um, Sean was asking about insurance too, and we have. I don't even think I saw that in our list, but that that for me is a huge component of opening a shop. Um, yeah. I know you can do insurance claims not having a shop. I'm aware of that. I did it. I know there's other techs that, I mean, I'm sure Bryce Kelly does a lot of insurance claims and he fixes ridiculous stuff without a shop. So um, until he gets a shop, no one can say you, you can't fix stuff outside of a shop. But, right. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> well, we don't all but, live in Florida. Yeah, yeah right. I mean, that's true. That's true. Or California. I mean, Corey, yeah, I, was about to say, Corey California. I don't think about the rain. Yeah. I just, yeah, that's a good point. fair point. That for, um, me, for me, that's been one of the biggest advantages of the shop is being able to take on larger, more complex insurance. <laughs> the is closed. Yeah. 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 We're going to add that. We're going to add that to the handbook. Chris Wright, Chris Wright already got it in his handbook. He's like, I was close the tailgate. <laughs> I don't walk We do have uh, a, 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 the latest video is how to prep the car, um, bring the car in. And so, um, it's, it's, we put it like a stairwell cover on, you put the floor mats in. It's mm -hmm. just, it's simple, but like I don't want you do to that, think. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so, but uh, going back to the shop, um, one thing I noticed is having a shop, I either had to, or it just naturally came, but we just changed our demographic of clients um, from going from mobile to uh, a shop. And I don't know if it was just from my experience, but it's okay to lose some, some clients. Nachos. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And so even the good ones. Yeah, I mean, even if they were they were good, but, had to, but they were mobile only. That's, that's mobile only. I, yeah. I've I've had that. Yeah. yeah. So but, but yeah. they you know a lot of that they were good because they gave you, you volume at a cheap price. Yeah. And now that you're in a shop, you can do the goods less volume yeah. at a high price. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. um, and that's what I love about it. So it's a good but question, Joshua. Ask, People like, always yeah, ask, you know, do you lose out business from not being mobile? And I'm like, you'd be surprised, at least my area, you'd be surprised how many people want to drive into a shop. <clears throat> they do not want this mobile stuff. And I, I was shocked. I haven't I been shocked. mobile since 2020. So, yeah, yeah, I was shocked. So, well, listen, we just we just <laughs> sat down with a new landlord or I guess new prospective landlord. Right. And his perspective of PDR is like. How are you going to pay this rent? Mm -hmm. My wholesale guy condensed for 35 bucks. You got to do a lot of those. Right. And these guys are all fly by night. And I'm like, I just said, Google me. Yeah. That's the perspective of so many people out there is like, you are fly by night. And there's so much legitimacy that comes mm -hmm. to our trade by being a fixed location. Right. Yeah. And how much you could sell yourself, like, you know, doing upgrades to the shop, like, you know, our floor. And I was talking about it before the show, the floor and the light, like that sells a lot of customers. They walk Dude, in and stuff like that. It's like, unreal. It's unreal. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, th I think our clean room has sold more dent customers than we expected because <laughs> they've gone to three body shops and they come into ours and they say, holy Shit, this is cleaner yeah. than any shop it's I've clean, seen. Right? Your clean room is and, insane anyway. Well, and it's transparent. Like there's, you know, in our shop, we've got the clean room, but then we also have cameras in the back shop and those are on the wall. So like 
you can look at one TV and see all the cameras of all the shop you can't see in the clean room. And so there's this like, well, this is the one I want to be at. So like, you know, it, we can we can talk these insurance claims into dropping with us, even hybrid claims where we're working on the dent and then we're subbing out the paintwork. We're taking them from body shops yeah, quite yeah, often yeah. because they like our presentation better than the body shop. Yeah, absolutely. And we are selling a presentation service, uh, a yeah. visual service that it makes a big difference. I know Chris, Chris's shop, uh, shops remind me like an Apple store. As his cameras move. As his, as his iPad is. Maybe it is an Apple store. Danny Hacker did ask earlier uh, if any, if, any of y'all have, uh, thought about calibration shops and yeah, that's what I, I think of yeah. when you're know, seeing the pictures of chris's shop yeah <laughs> i'm actually talking, right. talking to somebody now about that in, in our really market too yeah because i mean yeah it's has anybody seen luke price's new calibration yes, shop? that's where it's, that's, where the, that's where the conversation started i sent it to him wow. and i was like this is yeah. we need this in sacramento period bob uh, it, it looks like bob Koch has uh, some connections or whatever too so reach yeah. out to him the one of the uh, questions that we got uh submitted that we're going to answer there's two of them one is what's what are the best additional services to add to your retail which is obviously subjective and you know we're going to talk about why we chose the, the the services we chose but then one of them what's the expected runway and the roi the return on investment for adding these additional services i plan on going pretty in depth about <laughs> about about <laughs> those services uh, and about you know I want to hear I mean because we're not a restore effects shop we also don't do training like like you know Gene and Krista and so like I'm interested in like the market and the the models you guys have but I'm also you know happy to share our you know when we've added PP I'm I'm not joking like maybe it was three weeks ago I talked to tech a PDR tech that is very successful has a shop I talked him out of doing PPF because he went into it thinking it was so easy to add. It was just yeah. it. and I was like, "Listen, you need to know this, this, and this, and these are this is how I would go about it. Um, not that you can't be successful, but you need to be prepared for this kind of runway. Mm-hmm. And if you're not ready for that, you're going to have a hard time succeeding. And so that's that's mm-hmm. the th- stuff that I feel like is very valuable. Absolutely. Well, like, Wayne was like, asking if you give a referral free fee for a body shop. No. I don't. Mm-mm. I don't do anything. We have body that. shops. Yeah. We, we refer back and forth. We yeah. and, and there's no reason to dip in each other's pockets. Right. How many Same of you guys here. sub out body shops nowadays? Like you actually yeah. take in the clients and sub them out. I, that is on my list of things to do. But... <coughs> Chris, you do. Yep. Talking about like do. body shop repairs. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, like you the fender dent. Yeah. Yeah. Customer mm-hmm. comes in with a fender dent, but it has paint damage, and it's yep. an insurance claim. Yep. 100%. How many of you actually take that claim on versus yeah. sending yep. them to the body shop or talking them into not filing? A, like we we encourage if you already filed a claim, sounds great. Drop it off when you want to drop it. Yep. Yeah. That's exactly what I say. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, that's awesome. With that uh, <laughs> estimating software, are you guys using CCC? You still on Mobile Tech RX? CCC. Both. Both. Okay. Both. Both. Yeah, pretty much. Mobile Tech RX and DenOps. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. If anybody don't know about DenOps, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you will soon. Yeah. <laughs> we just and Corey, with you being in the non-hail area, I could see that being more beneficial yeah, as yeah, yeah. CCC. Like yeah. we got CCC this year just because of the hailstorm, and luckily it. having Ray, like that's been a we love CCC now. I still don't know how to use it, but mm-hmm. I love when I see the message. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, yeah, it's that it's the learning curve too. Like I don't want it for myself for six, five, 
claims a month and learn how to use it, you know? So um, there is a mar- there is an opportunity to do it, but I'm not there yet. Right. Yeah, I think if you're going to do a lot of insurance work, whether that be PDR or just yeah. regular dents, you have to have CCC. That's the lingo that they speak. Yeah. So yes. mm-hmm. you, you yeah. better get used to yeah. writing stuff in CCC. <laughs> yeah. Or at least understand, yeah. unless have someone else write it and understand how to talk about it. At the, at the right. Least, exactly. At the very least. Yeah. 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 Exactly. 100%. Yeah. And that option is available, right? The den ops. So, yeah. And that's that, Sean, Sean talked about insurance. I mean, that's the insurance. I mean, that's the insurance world. I mean, that's that's huge. Like just within the last twelve months, I, I would say twelve months ago, I did zero claims unless it was hail, basically. Mm-hmm. And now, I mean, two, two a week probably now yeah. of hail of 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 um, insurance claims. I mean, mm-hmm. I was maybe, doing the math while ago. Between the two shops, I think we have just under thirty cars at the shops right now like mm-hmm. today and i was there i was at both shops today and i think eight of the 30 cars are insurance claims yeah. and none wow. i think i think maybe one is hail and the rest are all just non-hail insurance insurance stuff. that's awesome mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah insurance is where pdr needs to go it, to be honest it's the, it's the next level <laughs> yeah it's, 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 oh, absolutely yeah and people yeah. are so scared because they hear body shops how much they pay for ccc and stuff we pay 350 a month next year it'd be 450 a month it's not that yeah. bad compared mm-hmm. to how much easier it is to work with insurance and what you're getting from it. And it's more it. stable. Yep. <laughs> it's more stable. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't say anything. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> technology's hard. But, but, but yeah, no, it's, it's, I've had insurance agents uh, or justice come and they want to get the, the supplement done that minute like right in front of you and i'll just pull up ccc and we make adjustments on the spot let's get it approved and let's go and so you have to familiarize yourself with ccc you have to i would not be able to do that i have to send it to denobs and then they'll talk back and forth Mm -hmm. and it's like uh -uh. and i want to encourage the insurance adjuster to come and see what we're doing see the reason why i am charging close so much better than repair warriors yeah you got to go past like your company and the growth of your company and like the growth of the PDR industry. I now have several insurance adjusters that thought PDR was $75 a den or 150. Thought he was doing me a favor by doing a den for 150. That's more than what my major <laughs> said. No, 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 no. Let me explain why. And mm-hmm. you know, once they understand, they become your friend and now mm-hmm. they're referring us as a as an option, you know, uh for for repair. And they know I can write estimates within 24 hours. It's just certain nuances to to get the insurance company to kind of sway your way, your direction, um, because it's new. Um, so that's Chris. Are you writing CCC yourself, or do you have a team myself that- with the help of Dent Ops? Uh, I mean, um, Noah. Dent Ops. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, Noah <laughs> is amazing. Um, I is. had him on telephone conversation. Uh, of getting that rebuttal that I'm not used to explaining the, the CCC estimate. Um, yeah, he's amazing. He encouraged me to get CCC myself. He's like, you hmm. need CCC. They did it, me too. Yeah. And um, I said, ah, I don't know. I could just send them to you and it'd be done, man. Like, I don't, yeah. you know? And uh, he's like, no, 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 you got to get it. And so, um, you know, we trying to get these cars and we have everything gets stored inside. We don't have any lots. Uh, like parking lots um, outside. We don't have any gated uh, parking. No so yards. everything is stored inside. So I need to get these cars in and out. So if I provide an estimate 
within 24 hours, I think in uh, Virginia law and within three days I can start charging storage. So I leave that mm-hmm. little piece in the notes. Hey, within uh, three days, we're going to start charging storage at this particular time. If we don't hear it, hear anything back and just encourage them to get this car in and get it out. done. I don't want your storage money. I good luck with USAA on that. Yeah. I mean, so you say USA, and I leave that note every time. I sent the estimate up at around 12, and we got approved on at four o'clock. That's I love it. Good luck with blue fire insurance. Well, I never heard of them. Traveling. I did I did an estimate on July 18th, and I just now got the check and I've got him scheduled for December eleventh. That's crazy. That's crazy. But if you go, like when Noah was it, you just keep asking for the manager, the manager, the manager. And as soon as they get a whiff that it's taking this long, you're, you're, you're good. Or you get the customer involved. Like we had the customer yesterday reached out to us like, ma'am, I just, we like to update every day. We still not heard back on your approval. Yeah. I want to get your car done. She, she made it happen this morning. We had approval <laughs> ready to roll. Like it's amazing. It's amazing what a customer can do compared to a, a oh, child. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And especially and you, you and Amanda, are y'all writing CCC yourself? Not yet. Uh, Ray still kind of handles all the CCC. We need to. We haven't made that far yet. I've been pushing dents and Amanda's been handling other stuff. So. Yeah. The nice thing about CCC too is you, you there's tons of training out there for CCC. Yeah. There's a lot of YouTube videos. It's it's, it's I don't know. I, I think if you take a what is it like a um yeah, ICAR class, I think they have an ICAR class or something um for CCC and become certified, uh, certified I think uh what is it, estimator, I think they call it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I didn't know that. Little badges that I'm putting that on my list right now. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny so you're talking you about Noah. All the uh, lingo, yeah. <laughs> you're talking about Noah recommending you get CCC. We had him on the yeah. show, you know, to talk about dental. So, you know, getting pretty new. And I expected him to be like, no, nah, you don't need CCC. We'll handle it. He's like, no, nah, I encourage you to get CCC. I was like, well, my conversation just went the other way that I expected it to. So, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> love hearing that from him. You know, he's all about it. You know, he's about mm-hmm. helping everybody when he's recommending you go ahead and get the system that he's using to make you more money. He's trying to change the PDR industry yeah. for the mm-hmm. for the better Absolutely. for sure. Not just not you know not, not just make just a, not make a buck. Yeah, right. right. You know you can tell that. Yep. Mm-hmm. I have a, somebody's I have a trying to start some DRP stuff. Yeah, yeah I haven't really. Sounds like Sean's doing a little bit of that. That'd be interesting to have a conversation about. Uh, I, I would be. Yeah, he said something uh, about State Farm DRP. Yeah. Mm. Man, State Farm DRP. <laughs> we get direct assignments uh, just through having CCC. We get like Country Financial gets direct assignments to us mm-hmm. already, um, but we're not a DRP. Yeah, we'll get uh, shop assignments through Farm Bureau. Most everybody but State Farm, we can get a shop assignment. So for some reason, they will cool. not give us mm-hmm. one because we're not a DRP. Like, who? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whatever. There you go. I think That's I'll, amazing. I'll... He says, interesting. <laughs> yeah. Don't come on the podcast. Either this yeah, one or mine. Yeah, I don't care. I want to hear you talk about it. He was supposed to be on ours, but I think we had some stuff fall through when yeah. he was on. So. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I want to hear about that. That's interesting. Yeah, I'd be, I'm curious to know, too. Yeah. Because we, we had a lady that worked for State Farm. Her daughter's car was in here getting the hail repaired on it. She's like, I might be able to get you on DRP. I'm like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about me. I'll be all right. Threw the D word out, and you were like, oh. Yeah, I don't like it D words. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is putting my other panel members on the spot because we haven't discussed this. Are there any questions that you guys had, um, you know, before you had shops that that you would have liked to have had answered that you just had to grind out and figure out that that you haven't heard someone ask that? Is there anything that you're like, 
Like, this is the question I had, and I had to just go figure it out for myself. Yeah, I, I would say pay scale because yeah. um, when you yeah. have a shop and you have expenses and it's more than a truck and some gas and a cell phone and you're trying to hire a tech and he has this thing where he wants 98% of the ticket, <laughs> you're like, wait a minute here. I'm, I'm going to try to be very fair. But I also don't want to run in the red. <laughs> so yeah, if that you get was... more percentage. This shop ain't gonna be here very long. Right? <laughs> yeah. How that works? Yeah. I mean, pick your poison, right? So anyway, when I, yeah, when I was definitely hiring my first first technician, um, yeah, and then and, and and it's that that seesaw effect because he can, depending on his skill level, how do I how do I compensate for that, um, and what does that look like, and so. Yeah, that that's that's the scary thing um, because when you have a shop, there's a lot of yeah. You know, I'll just say it, we we have you know a twenty one thousand dollar nut that we mm. have to cover every every month. So yeah. that's pretty twenty one thousand before the shop starts making anything like that. Yeah, that's before, just yeah. that's yeah. just that's just the op excuse me that's just to operate the shop. So mm. yeah. <laughs> It's a lot. It's a lot. So uh, people don't anyway. think. I mean, they don't think about that. They think you're paying rent and you yeah, know your right, insurance yeah. and go. It's like no, we got yeah. advertising. We got it. We got all the mm -hmm. stuff we got to do. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, it's different. It's different. So yeah, no, that's the biggest fear. Yeah. I would say for me it was scheduling, and then I, if, I just moved shop locations recently. From I have basically like a two car shop to an eight car, seven to eight car shop essentially. And for me it was scheduling. So and I learned this literally just the month of December, having this shop, having people drop cars off for longer periods of time. I came from the mobile world and then I was like mobile slash in shop and it was like two to four hour windows. That's how I did everything. I'm like, oh, I'll go to you eight to 10, you're 10 to two, you're two to four. Mm -hmm. And now it's like drop the car. There's, there's no, unless it's like, unless I know for sure it's like a five minute dent, like I encourage nobody to wait. You either drop yeah. it off for half a day, a full day or a couple of days essentially. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's, so huge for just always for me personally always having work to work on because there's always a big dan i'll schedule small stuff in between that's fine mm -hmm. but that one's always there i'll fix the door dings or the half day car and go back to that one and that so that was something i learned literally this month was just how to schedule a shop and i I'm, yeah i could go further but i'll just i'll yeah let, let me let me ask you this corey because we yeah. solved this problem by a rent by a loaner car do, do you have you thought I, about that? I, I do not. I've thought about it, but I don't have a loaner car. Yeah. Especially if you're like, hey, just leave it, leave it now. How am I getting it home? Like right there. Yeah. yeah right there. That's the yeah. next, that's the next step for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but even just scheduling, just telling the customer, just setting expectations up front is super important. And when you don't think about it, you don't tell them. I'm like, oh, how long does your repair take? I look at the debt and I'm like, repairs probably three hours. But now that I'm in a shop and sometimes I get pulled to look at another car or someone else comes in or I got to do something else, like three hours turns into five pretty easily. So, yeah. Um, and when they're waiting, I feel fully obligated to skip lunch and the bathroom to finish the tent. As, you, yeah. know, you know, like yeah. I feel pressure, like they're st sitting there looking at or me. And so just setting the expectation on that, like I just tell, like just drop for the day. Like I have a spot for a bunch of cars now, like drop it in the morning. Like tomorrow, I have three cars. They're all door dings, but they're all dropping for the day, which is great because mm -hmm. yep. I can do them as needed. If I need to leave and do something, I can do it and come back. And it's just that that was huge. And I learned that yeah. literally this month or month <clears throat> in November. So <laughs> one thing we do is we do all our estimates from 9 to 11. No estimates past that. We actually have to get <laughs> work done. 
That's and good. so now we do have some walk-ins. We ask them to be patient with us because yeah. we will take a little bit of breaks. But yeah. I mean, sometimes the walk-ins, it's, it's crazy. If it's a nice day outside, it can, it can get crazy. Um, right. Yeah, yeah, Corey, I mean my five minutes scarfing down my food. <laughs> right. That I meant, so. Why are you pushing this? Yeah. <laughs> doing an estimate. I'm eating. A chew, I could chew, you know how many pushes you can do while you're chewing? Like 30. <laughs> And then you take <laughs> <laughs> inhaling your food. Yeah, what's that mobile? I always line? still sticking yeah. with you. <laughs> and I'll tell a customer like I'll give them. I'm usually try to get all day. And I'm like, look, it's probably gonna be done sooner. Like that's the plan. I'll but I like know. the overshoot. Yeah, I like the overshoot. Just to be on the cost, you know, safe side because somebody will call or this or this will happen. So we're just I'm giving you the worst case scenario, and we'll go from there. And it seems to work really well. And you just so follow it with the, the body shop. Yeah, that's I can it. get you home. Yeah, yeah, I can get you home. Yeah. Which, what's your address? <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, right. we've, we've, taken, we've taken a couple. Like my office manager's driven a couple people home. Um, so, I don't have a motor so, car, but he's driven. So Lyft, Lyft has a concierge service. So you ask them yep. for their phone number and address. Da, 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 done, and yeah. they and will about. connect with the with the. Uh, yep. It takes like Dixon, seven bucks. Seven bucks. No? No, we ain't got nothing to Dixon. Not Dixon. You hang it up. I'm the Lyft driver. What you want? Come on, For us, one of the rules yeah, we put in place is uh, anytime a repair goes over $1,000, the car spends the night. That's just, yeah. all that's just the rule. Yeah. Like, yep. That's, that's one way yeah, to keep it there. And it lets you fill in, uh, fill in the schedule, right? Mm -hmm. Like you can grab other cars. You can take that walk in. Exactly. But if you're trying to jam, you can't take in, right? Mm -hmm. So, so it's easy to add extra repairs to the day. Uh, if there was something that that somebody would have told me before I made the jump, was to prepare for the like little lull in the action that Google slaps you with when you go from mm -hmm. a service area to a fixed location. That was a mm -hmm. That was sort of a serious wake up call for me was like we went from covering like 30 air miles right to like i'm pretty sure if we could pull the covers off of google it's a five to ten mile mm. my shop is where we show up near me yeah out of the whole Pittsburgh area that was a, that was a there was a learning curve there and I just, just, so the question would be more like you know something about like what's 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 the onboarding time from going from this to the, like, you know, more what about that, more what's that transition look like. Yeah. yeah. What's yep. the runway for, for that. And yeah, makes complete sense. What I think one of the questions that I used to get asked a ton and that I would, that I think was my question when I went into this was what percentage of my business needs to be retail before I move into a retail shop. Like, yeah, but, you know, what, how much of my money does need to come from that to be able to cover that? And then on top of that, you know, what, it, once I add my expenses of just a shop, no employees, but shop, or, and then you factor in employees and marketing and everything else, how much on top of that do I need to make to make it worth it? You know, because, because you know, if you add $21,000 worth of overhead that Chris has got, it, you know, in theory, you don't, don't want to make 21000 more. You know what I mean? You don't want to, you don't want to add, make just 21000 more than what you made. You know, because yeah, then it's like, what's yeah. the what is what's is the, the juice worth the squeeze? You know, is it? Um, so that was kind of my question was like, what's my personal return on investment? And I, I'm still figuring that out, honestly. But I think that's the question that we're still. I mean, at least I'm still asking. I'm sure y'all are all still asking. But it was certainly the thing I was asking. You know, seven years ago. Yeah. 
That's that's true. Yeah, and then like Gene said, you got you got to take a step back for two steps forward. There's zero, nothing you can do except for if you're working sixty hours a week and open a shop, um, or if you're working forty hours a week and open up a shop and work sixty. Does it make you not make less money the first few months? Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's no, there's not, there's not. You know, you got to see what what the opportunity is. What can you do now? Like I do the math. I have a two car shop and now I have an eight car shop. So if I put, you know, twelve hundred dollars a day per stall per, you know, how much more is the shop worth? What can I get it to? And you do that math. I mean, we can, I could throw out some ideas on that on, on day up, but yeah. I got a question. Does anybody own their shop or is everybody leasing? Own. Lease. Lease. Cash Brandon, house. you said own. Yeah. Andy, yeah. Andy, Brandon rocking the, the ownership. Yeah, that's good. Cool. Man, the, right. the mortgage was cheaper than anything I could find for real. Yeah, I believe that. Like, I want yeah. I didn't even look inside. He was like, we got this for this price. I'm like, I want it. I don't even care what it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. Let's go. Uh, but uh, I didn't know because if one of you guys, is, you know, a couple of you own your shop, I figured that'd be a good good question to ask. And that's like, you know, bonuses to, you know, leasing to owning or whatnot. So, Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's a question I get asked a lot. I mean, Andy, you and I have talked about, like, why would you – we spend – you know, between the two shops, I spend 16,000 a month just on rent at two shops right now. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, our nut between the two businesses is over a hundred K right now, you know, for Mm -hmm. staffing and marketing and everything we have, like, you know, it's like, why choose that versus ownership? (laughs) And, and, you know, we were talking about growth earlier. You can either grow by owning equity in a thing, or you can grow by being lean and mean and trying to, you know, whatever. And so it's just a matter of what kind of business you want to grow. Yeah, it's absolutely. Yeah, it's kind of down payments. Down payments required yeah. too on, on ownership. Yeah. Yep. And you know, yeah, conventional is twenty percent down. So that's minimum for that. Yeah. 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 Well, I guess yeah. VA, but I mean. Um, I, th- I think it all, de- all it all depends on what it's, it's you know, the market. Every, yeah, Owners everybody's area is different. It's, it's mm-hmm. not yeah. So I mean, well, you know, you're not half, so. You're not finding this shop in Corey's territory for what a million and a half for a <laughs> 2000 square foot. In a but, it, but it's also about what kind of business, like what is your goal too? Right. Like if your goal yeah. is to open 10 shops, then owning one doesn't probably make a doesn't lot of sense. doesn't do anything. Right? I'm not going to buy in 10. All, in honesty, but yeah. if your goal is <laughs> yeah. to own a Should shop and maybe develop a guy and then maybe sell the shop and have somebody paying you rent or sell the company, then obviously that's a significantly better model by owning the dirt, yeah. you know, than, than not. Different, so it's a matter of what situation. you want to do yeah. you know like somebody said what's your goal five years so it's more what's your goal 20 years from now yeah and that kind of mm-hmm. helps determine what you're what you should be doing with your equity yeah. right. like me like i own my property here but if i were to expand across the bay um i'd probably lease yeah, over exactly. there yeah mm-hmm. you know yeah. until i find that perfect area mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah my next the place i want to put my next location will probably be leased i don't see being able to afford anything in that area so We'll see what happens. Yep. Closer yeah. to Nashville. Yeah. Staffing's really, really expensive. As soon as you're not the guy doing the job, it's really, really hard to <laughs> Yeah. Right. <laughs> and you, when you're trying to be the guy not doing the job and you look at the numbers every time, it's like, dang it. I got that's a lot of people I have to pay to not do my to not do it myself. <laughs> we, yeah, we, just hired, we just hired three new bodies in the last 45 days. And we yeah. got another one that's on the books for like like after the new year. So that's a lot of labor that you're paying for, you know, whether you're, whether you're, you know, making money or not. So you better figure it out. Yeah. Dwayne asked if anybody's college educated. 
I'm uh, on double. I graduated academic, the third grade. I'm on double academic probation from the community college. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, you can go back and take one class. And I was like, how about I save my money and I don't? I got my GED. Does that count? <laughs> Corey, do you have a degree? Do I have a degree? Yes, I do. Yeah, figures. Chris? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no degree. Yeah. That's interesting. Five out of Blue six dollars don't have a degree. My dad, my dad told me not to do Denson to go to college, and I did, and then I left, and then came back to do Denson. <laughs> 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 I'll go to Corey. My dad told me he didn't want me in the automotive industry either, and you see how well that worked out yeah. for him. Yeah. <laughs> 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 my dad didn't want me in law enforcement, so here I am. I have a lot of people. I mean, I'm a blue collar fan for sure. And I've, I have a college degree and I've told many people that it's not necessary. Uh, I'm yeah. a full, especially nowadays, just the price, the price to value is just <laughs> completely out of whack. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I can't read. I don't, what are you talking about? Yeah. It's all right. As long as you can read the, read the LED read light. The lines all right. It's all good. Hey, so if any of y'all have any questions uh, real quick, go ahead and get them in uh, pretty soon because we'll be ending this. And then, uh, I mean, you can still type them. We can go back and look at them and send yeah. them to the guys. I, I know. I think I'm added added maybe 10 questions that, that I caught. Perfect. Going yeah, through we're going to we're gonna have to another, do a Zoom meeting, just the four of us, to like make sure we have enough time to answer all these questions, too. Yeah. I, I know it's uh, – I already know we I, know. Yeah, but one of you in each room, and then <laughs> <laughs> so it's supposed to be a two-hour thing. I think one of them might be interesting. Is just you know, I, I think I know that that Corey and I both we like listen to a lot of audio books. Do you do you read uh, much, Chris? Is that a thing you do? You listen to audio books or podcasts? Or what are you into? Uh, I, I read, I read podcast. Yeah, not podcasts. Uh, read and then the Audible books. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I think audio books for me. Yeah, I think that's the thing that like. In all these, like the guys that I want to learn from, one of the common threads is they are constantly looking to someone else to try to learn. You know, we're all listening. Yeah, exactly. We're all nice. you're reading nice. or listening or yeah, <laughs> right off camera. You know, I've got the same. It's like, what's the next book you're reading? And I know a lot of the guys here have we've shared books with one another, and yeah. that's a yeah. thing that like whether we're college educated or not, education is incredibly important to us. It, it's it's just yeah. more more yeah. Mike. You know, we're we're more granular in that we're trying to educate ourselves on what seems to matter for our day to day business and, you know, our nine to five. Yeah. But it's that might um, be the worst thing about college is that you think that you finished learning after. Yeah, college. yeah, exactly. That's yeah. probably the biggest problem that exists. And like that was I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I mean, the, what I know now from reading just all the books that I've read over the years, it, yep. it doesn't touch college, it doesn't touch it. Yeah, and it's right. changing. The world changes so fast. <clears throat> CRM system five years ago. I mean, <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I love that shit. I talking to all you guys. That's it. Like, that's the only yeah. way to do it. You can't go to college what? for a CRM system. Come on. Yeah. No, and I no. always, you know, as far as my education, seeing Gene and Melissa's praises with the 20 group, like being in yeah. that group alone has fast forwarded my career, yep. our mm. business, and everything. So, shout out to you guys for that. Corey's thanks. in it, Brandon's in it. So, you guys know, yep. you know. Yep. Yeah, thanks, guys. And it's not $40,000 a semester either. No. <laughs> right. No. And learn so much more valuable shit. <laughs> But yeah, like, uh, you know, Matt, going back on the books, I know, you know, what, a year and a half ago, whatever, Matt was recommending so many books and stuff, and I've listened to all of them, because I'm I'm a big audiobook guy, because if I open that as book well. and start reading, well. I'm going to <laughs> you know, but I listen, just like uh, all this hell I did, I mean, I was working seven days a week, 
Yeah, no, every car I had a new book I was yeah. listening to for every <laughs> car. car. And that's what got me through. But see, and I can't do audiobooks because if I'm working like the, the information in that book's going out the window, I'm not paying attention yeah. to it. So I have to actually physically sit down yeah, and read yourself. You gotta know how you learn, but like it was man, I think going back to like Zig Ziglar when he was like, You got a university <laughs> you're doing yeah. this stuff, like go to go to that school. That's my college education is is all the books, audio books I've consumed. Like, cause I know I learned better audio, audio wise instead yep. of visually, yep. or at least reading. Especially when, when I'm using my hands. That's the funny thing. If I sit in a chair and listen to an audio book, I can't do it. Yep. If I fix I, dance and listen to an audio book, 10 times better. It's weird. That's, that's crazy. Totally. Yeah. Like we said, everybody's different. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. I think the guys that are up here, you know, we've got a little bit of experience and get a little bit of knowledge or whatever. And, and obviously we'll have a stage that we're chatting from, but if you asked us honestly, like, I don't think we're any smarter than any other dent guy. I think we just read books and make mistakes and try to learn from them. And like, that's the thing. It's just like, learn from whatever you do and <laughs> learn from other people and hopefully make a few less mistakes next year. That's it. Um, yeah. And keep grinding. And so that, you know, to me, that's, if you can take nothing away, again, the whole point of this whole discussion is not to be prescriptive of this is how it looks to be successful. You need to do this, this, and this. It's more to just be kind of descriptive about our own journeys and hopefully guys can take from it and learn from it and and um you know grow from that and and maybe take some steps with a little bit more confidence as a result yeah that's what uh and that's what i really love about it too you guys aren't this isn't something to sell people on something else it's just there for you know you're, you're taking your time out to help the industry help others and stuff and mm-hmm. i i recommend everybody soak this up like a sponge and you know hold yourself accountable for it and if you're wanting to shop put what these guys are telling you to use and make yeah. it happen if you, my favorite part about books is literally you can take someone, Brandon Bruchard, one of the best coaches out there in probably in the world outside of Tony Robbins. He has his lifetime of knowledge, one of it like written in this book that you can listen to in 10 or 12 hours. And I think for us being on stage too, is like, I've been around doing this for 23 years. I think everybody else is pretty close to that 10, 15, 20 years. Like we're going to distill all that stuff we learned into a couple hours for you to take. I mean, there's no, there's literally nothing more valuable than someone doing that for you. And the people that think oh, I'm not going to learn that much, like they, they, you don't see the world the right way yet. <laughs> I don't think. Yeah. Right. You know, if you learn four things out of this book, it, it's, it, yeah. that's what it's for. You know. Well, I don't, I don't care whether you're like brand new in the business and trying to figure it out, or you're a veteran. Like, there's always something to learn. So, like, Josh. I think made a comment earlier. He's like, man, I've never seen Gene that quiet. He must be learning as much as me <laughs> to learn from, man. I want to be the dumbest guy in this room. <laughs> That's me, dude. Sorry. There's for sure. I don't have a college education, man. You got me beat. Ah, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> I forgot I'm superior yeah. to all of you. Wait, where's my diploma? Where's my diploma? Uh, I guess Corey should have been at the lead of the poster. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There, if you, if you don't want to buy audiobooks, if you got a library thing, you can get a library app and get them for free. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. 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 Melissa has yeah. some good book recommendations, by the way. Oh, absolutely. Non, yeah, non-business. Yeah. We share books. I, I love yeah. share fiction. Yeah. She's great. So, uh, it, what are you reading, Matt? Had, I'm so sorry. What? What you reading? I know you're reading uh, something. We, well, I'm always reading something. Right now, <laughs> yeah. we've got uh, Traction is one that I'm in the middle of. Oh, I, 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 done. <laughs> right. Did I recommend I that to you? That's my favorite book. 
It's, it's, really it's really good. That, I I'm looking right book. now on my shelf right now. Uh, what's the uh, Made to Stick was one that I've read like okay. three years ago, and I started it again because it was like some early parts of it. That was a good one. But yeah, yeah, uh, and yeah. then I always I like like fiction too. I don't have to. It doesn't have to be business. Like I like yeah. just reading, you know, literature that's that's good literature. So um, anyway, yeah. uh, it, it's I'm always yeah. listening to something. Like I've always got two or three audiobooks up. So. Yeah, traction is really good. So I'm on. It's I'm solid. actually so I'm rarely out of like the self help business genre, but right now I'm listening really? to Kitchen Confidential. Mm. Anthony Bourdain, okay. man, mm. I could listen to that dude tell stories all day. It's <laughs> yeah, a great. It's good. I'm about. I'm 42 percent of the way through the book. Good book. Yeah, nice. That's I need to, I was reading a couple of the Reacher books. I need to get back into that. Those had me sucked in pretty good, and I fell out of it. And, now the new new season is about to come out on Amazon, so I want to go ahead and get ahead of that. <laughs> Read the book. So I got still Amanda's Kindle to do it. She's got two Kindles. All I got steal one of them. <laughs> how many, man? How many books have you read this year? It's insane amount of books that she's read. She's killer. It's a lot. Harry Potter, probably two a day. <laughs> Ooh, <she's laughs> a lot. Yeah, Melissa's, on, Melissa's on a hard roll yeah. to finish the year too. Dwayne, that's a good one. Jeez, got three candles. I didn't know about one. Hey, hold on, watch this. Seventy-nine books this year. Stop it. Where? I don't even know how to figure out how many audible. I've I've not I've not listened to that many this year. I don't think that's a lot of reading too. That's not audio. That's books of you reading last month. I've got two hundred and seventy in my audio book that I've downloaded in Audible. So I've got a lot of audibles, but that's over multiple years, obviously. Look, they, they were supposed to fly out with me from Nashville to Pittsburgh. <laughs> I remember that. My, my flight got canceled, and they were like, no, we're flying later because Amanda was waiting on a book or something like that. A book release. Yeah. So I had to fly. Like, really? I got in at midnight. Because of the Seven and a half book. books in the last month from Melissa. That's strong. That's strong. Yeah. That is strong. Damn. Yeah, very. I love it. I love somebody, it. Somebody needs a job. <laughs> no, she does more than she does more than a lot of us. <laughs> Damn, Brandon, oh, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's gonna come somebody, back. Brandon I won't know. be an MPE uh, now, so don't worry. About <laughs> I, I will be kicked out of the twenty group now. So. Amanda, you can't even, what, you can't even what talk to you Amanda uh, for audiobooks And if you're friends with Amanda Christensen. Uh, you've been murdered. <laughs> uh, you're friends with Amanda Christensen. Her sister owns a bookstore. Yeah. And there's this independent audible style app called Libro.fm. Uh, and you can actually support her store through your audiobook subscription. Uh, it's it's pretty cool. So I still use Apple Books, but that Libro.fm is pretty cool. So hit uh, hit Amanda Christensen up for that. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. And uh, just so since we're talking about Amanda Christensen, hit her up. Uh, she was on Dents and Dreams last night. They're about to offer a accounting bookkeeping mm-hmm. tax service i highly recommend you get on that if you don't know amanda christian she's on her shit like i have yeah, called amanda multiple times multiple times for accounting questions yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah. shout out to her Go, uh, give her a call and it's gonna be like i mean what better person to handle your bookkeeping and all that than somebody that's familiar with the pdr industry so yeah. i'm i'm gonna yeah, be a big fan and supporter of that that's gonna be a really solid business i'm, I'm excited to see awesome. what, what they do with that yeah absolutely yeah. then we got your You're new about- Institute Gene that you you're doing uh, glue pulling class and stuff at yep, the, the master class is like we're in testing mode. I've got a couple people in testing, uh, right? So it is like 
it will launch this month. I'm super excited about that. So the glue root. The glue root. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Uh, I actually like that question, the biggest mentor, too. I think we're going to do ooh, glue roof. <laughs> <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> I'm adding that, it. by the way, biggest mentor. Y'all got to come up with your biggest mentor in the industry. Ooh. So, like, just a real quick. I don't have, and I don't have one. I can say mine since I'm not doing the speech. It's, like, for you guys right here, uh, Ryan Shutt, uh Man, I can't even name them all. It's, like, everybody that's. I've ever reached out to that's helped me on the spot. There's hold on, there's five of us other than you on here. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. We equal. We equal. We equal. <laughs> Screw you guys. I'm going home. <laughs> no. no, Brandon, awesome. even because I actually just hit him up the other day, took video of him. I was like, what am I missing? And he's like, right here. He's like, All right, cool. So, <laughs> I will, I want to be a test tube Gene Fetty. But I always joke that I'm the, I'm not Matt Moore. I'm the Matt Moore you get off Wish. That's that's, that's my goal. Bootleg <laughs> 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 Matt Moore. <laughs> it's almost the same. Yeah, yeah right. The, uh, <laughs> Matt Myers, the master class is in person. Uh, so hit up Gene if you want to. You know. Can't teach you. I'm all online, baby. Come on now. Uh, well, hey, we're we're at an hour seventeen. Uh, do what's your hurry? I'm not in a hurry. I mean, we can stay here for four hours, like, you know. Full of dent nerds. Yeah. 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 Ain't enough whiskey in the room. I, I got to go put kids to bed, so I can't stay four hours. I got to go home and eat dinner. Yeah, I'm kind of hungry I'm, myself. So. I'm hungry. I got a dent to finish, and I got a shop to finish cleaning because our toy drive is Saturday. So Here, here's what I would, here's I'd encourage. If you've not done education day because maybe you went once and it wasn't, you know, whatever, the goal of this is to make it as valuable as possible. And on top of that, I know that Gene's hosting a couple of classes that I'm going to be part of that, mm -hmm. that, you know, I know Paul's got a class. He's doing Paul coordinate. I mean, like leaders in the industry are hosting these classes now, you know, obviously there's companies selling things, but that's okay. But, but there are also just leaders that I want to learn from that are going to be there. So try to be an education day, uh, MTE. I think it's going to be the most valuable yet. And I'm a mm -hmm. little biased, but I think that's the case. And then if you've got questions that you'd like us to answer, message any of us for, and we will add it to the list and try to try to put it together. And we're going to come prepared. I mean, mm -hmm. my goal is to have, you know, if, if it's an ROI question, we're going to have some real data. If it's an overhead question, we're going to have data. If it's, you know, how long did this take to, you know, we're going to be able to talk about our real life experience and not just shoot from the hip like a mm -hmm. podcast or whatever. And so, so um, if you've got questions, the more questions you have, the better this presentation is going to be. And then, and then at the end, if we have some Q and a time, great, but hopefully this just facilitates conversations throughout the whole MTU. Absolutely. That awesome. MTE is so great for those connections, right? Where you can, you're away from the day to day. You're not answering customer calls. You're not looking at estimates. Like you can sit down and, and have those breakouts and, and talk to people and connect that mm -hmm. that's probably my favorite part of MTE is the, the connection with, with other people in and around the space. Uh, and, and the way it's grown is just unreal. I think this will be my 12th year. Yeah, 12th or 13th year. Uh, if it's 24, it's gonna be my 13th year, I believe, of going. And it's just been really cool to to see how it's evolved. Uh, and it is not online, right? Like, yeah. how many people don't go because they're afraid of the the social media drama? There is almost no drama. Not at all. At the no. show, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, 
Just not uh, unless the bar runs out of alcohol. It's no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and do come. The keyboard to, warriors they, don't do that there. It's it's all keyboard. You won't yeah. see that there. Yeah. No. It's yeah. Nobody's quite as brave as they are behind a keyboard when you're absolutely. In yeah, I would and, say and education day has really, really evolved. I remember those days like Matt was talking about where it's like the same presentation year over year. It's just not that anymore. Right. right? Like it is. There's so much information to uh, to absorb. Uh, yeah, that's what and, our team member, you know, Ray, he's getting into PDR. He's about to go to training. I'm sending him to education day. I was like, you need this. And this is a yeah. great year for it. So we're so bringing, man, we're bringing okay. my son and our, our, uh, Content intern, social media intern, nice. both coming this year uh, for Education Day and the first day of the show. Thank you. Um, I, yeah, I would say go with it. I would say don't be afraid to talk to anybody. Uh, there's mm-hmm. never been. I would say you know Matt and Gene and Mike Toledo and all these guys were you could say famous. I guess you could say or or industry leaders before before. Gene I, is anybody, googling. Just google yeah, me. Google <laughs> before before I before anyone even knew my name. And all of these guys are great people. Like yep. you could talk to any single one, any guy on here or anybody not on here that you perceive as an industry leader, they will stop and talk to you in the hallway. They're, they are not scary. There is mm-hmm. nothing there. Everybody I know is humble from the best technicians of the world to Bryce Kelly to the best business guys in Mount Moore. They will talk to you yes. and it is a great conversation and there's nothing to be worried about. Like if you want to come and say hi and say, I've listened to your podcast <laughs> and I appreciate this. Like that is like, please do that. Corey, you read that? Gina's the glue guy. I didn't want to say. I didn't want to say earlier. That's it. Drop my glue sticker, man. Just embrace it. If you're the that's it. Guy, just I, you got to do it. Like they embrace the glue room, dude. Yeah, I freaking right. love that. The glue right. room. Love it, dude. So Corey, that, that's funny that you say that. That is exactly how Corey met me. He I was in. I was working the Kiko booth, and he came up and he said, "Hey, my name's Corey. I'm from Sacramento. I'm trying to start doing some business coaching. Can I give you my card? Can we connect?" Like he's still in my phone as Corey Denka, Corey Denka, Denka, Coach, <laughs> Pro Sacramento <laughs> business coach. It's like the longest name in my phone. But that was exactly what he did. Is he just he walked up and he was like, "Hey, you don't know me, but yeah. hey, nice to meet I you." I know you. Yeah, but th- that's the thing. Like I, I remember being very nervous about that because like oh, you're absolutely. an leader and I'm not, and that's okay. And like, don't like go to MTE because all these people are standing in a room drinking a beer, having the same conversations. Yeah. No, no one is better. No one on this call is better than any of you guys. And I promise you, the amount of people that the amount of people that paid me to coach them and I learned things from them is an endless number. Like everyone has stuff to offer. Okay, so just don't mm-hmm. like. Please come talk to, like, come talk to everybody. So that's. I saw right. I saw Corey slap a golf ball at Top Golf against the back wall. And best shot ever hit. That's the guy. That, 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 <laughs> that was like I did not know you invited me. I showed up and they're like, okay, you're up. Showed up like, at Top oh, Golf and he just killed and it. I, and I was best like, shot who's ever this hit. kid? Never like, it was awesome. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant yeah. the back wall behind him. No, no, there was, no, no, he was smoking the ball. I we were all like, there was a little whole spirit in there. All right, all right. It was impressive. It was, an, it was an impressive showing. It was. Matt, I remember oh, meeting you at MTE. Like you, I think you then you were still a one man show, mobile and stuff. And we met and talked and you know formed a yeah. great friendship. I can't be thankful enough for that. You know, just sitting down and talking to you that night. I, I think that's literally the common thread is that that it, mm-hmm. every all that's six of us on met. this podcast all met at MTE. Yeah. Like whether Absolutely. we knew maybe behind the keyboard or whatever, but we all I consider all of you guys friends. Like like if you were in my town, you'd have a place to stay. And it's because we met at a trade show 
And so if nothing, I yeah. mean, if that's not a testament for MT, I don't know what it is. So, so get down there, meet some people, educate yourself, buy some tools and uh, grow. Yeah. So I want to, yeah. I want to touch on something Josh Drago said earlier was that, you know, Thursday's his busiest day. So he didn't know if he's going to be able to make it. Doesn't Look, matter. Ex <laughs> <Right>. Exactly. <laughs> Look, ed educate your, your, your customers in that you have to put the, the, the effort into into growing yourself to grow your business and if you want to grow you need to take the time to come to mte come to the education classes spend spend that on yourself to, to, yeah we're we're shutting shop more. down like we're bringing ray his wife you know we're yeah. the whole shop will be shut down continuing education that's what we're doing yeah. we'll be back next week yeah. And, and this will this will sound more harsh than it's intended to, but don't think like a tech. Think like an owner. If you want to be a exactly. business owner, act like a, like think like a business owner. And that's that Absolutely. means investing in the things that you need to invest in. That's that. And and if nothing else, invest your time. And and that's to me. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've, I'm I'm going to be down there to talk, but I'm also going to be down there to learn. And yep. you know, I think all of us are going to be when we're not talking, we're going to be learning from somebody else. <laughs> learning, so, yep. yeah. Oh, yep, listen, sure. you, either, you either work in your business, right, which is the tech mindset, or you work mm -hmm. on your business. Absolutely. If you want to grow, you have to work on your business. That's that's it. Yep. Yeah. I've been saying that here for this past year. I'm like, I'm too busy working for my business. I need to be working. Mm -hmm. Or too busy. Yeah, for my business. I need to be working on it. And I ain't had that yeah. opportunity yet, but I'm trying. <laughs> so I see Vincent keep popping up in the comments. It was really cool to watch him after the advanced skills seminar this summer the growth that I've seen him show on Facebook, right? He took and he invested himself and came down for a few days, right? And took that back and put it right into play. And he's, he's off to the races. Yeah. Nice. yeah. Hey, Vincent get, Vincent, get ready to be on the show then. Yeah, the man was another one. You know, Jeff went to the advanced skills seminar. That dude came in here so excited after he got back. Like all the stuff he learned, like it was awesome to see it. That's I was just awesome to show up and have an old fashioned and a cigar with Matt Moore. <laughs> right? <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I'll, he said, Matt, I like to have one with Matt too. <laughs> I'm going to go have one with Matt tonight. <laughs> Brandon, uh, Melissa had a good point. You want to give a shout out to your, uh, your toy drive? Yeah, I'll, um, I'll, post it in the comments once we close this um out that way everybody has it but yeah our toy drive is this saturday we're having a car show um slash toy drive but uh we still have time to make monetary donations and i can't thank our industry enough because just like every year it's our fourth year but i would say 95 percent of our donations come for our from our industry so same uh, here it was huge yeah uh, we're just trying to get the the community involved a lot more. But uh, mm -hmm. anyway, so I'll I'll post the the Venmo link at the end after we close out. And if anybody wants to donate, we're going shopping Thursday night or tomorrow night, so we got we got time. But anyway, hey, I, okay. So are y'all have any more things? Uh, so I just want to I just want to say that it is. February 1st, so that's Education Day Thursday at 3 o'clock is, mm -hmm. is our talk. Right after you get out of my talk, Advanced Loophole, we'll all just, as a group, we'll just walk over. I'll hop it's off the stage, I'll make train. a big entrance, and it'll be great. I'll bring a whole crowd with me, and, and that's my plan. 
So, you're going to yeah. Gene, the education day, Gene's just going to be running back and forth across the hall to <laughs> each of his classes. That's right. He's going to have like, I'm hoping like sweat stains boys. on his pants. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I so, personally want to say thank you all guys for doing this. Uh, I never thought, what, five years ago when I started Dapper Dinner Repair, I'd be sitting here on a podcast talking to you four guys, five guys, Brandon, I'm sorry. Not <laughs> <laughs> a burger joint. <laughs> but no, I, I never expected to be here, and I, I owe a lot of that to you guys and stuff for the guidance and the education and the help. So I'm a firsthand believer in what these guys are offering, so go see it. Yes. Well, yep. We're excited to have you all there, and thank you guys for having us on. It's you got, You've got a great show. Yes, great audience and and we appreciate you guys taking one of your evenings to uh to have us on to to promote this talk so thank you guys so much absolutely yes thank yeah. you guys well we appreciate it and appreciate everybody that was commenting watching all tonight we had a, a huge audience mm -hmm. um so that ought to make y'all feel really good. So hopefully that's going to be a lot of people coming in to you. What size room did we get on the? <laughs> well, listen, if, if I, I can know. go, if I can go standing room only by myself in a big room at MTE, the four of us, yeah, that's better be like standing on yeah. people's shoulders, room. sitting on laps. <laughs> right, like they're going to need to, they're going to need to to shut down the room because we're going to go past the uh, the fireworks Fire code or something. A lot. Man. That's that's my goal for this talk. I like it. So he's back, Josh. He dipped out and he's back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got I gotta roll though. I gotta take my kids yeah. indoor soccer. Yeah, absolutely. We all do. Nice to hey, see you guys. Appreciate it. We'll see y'all. Yeah, thank you and, guys uh, so much. Thank you, thank you guys. Us. Thank you. Yep. Um, thank you guys. See ya. All right. Well, let's see. Bye, everybody. <laughs> so <laughs> hey, again, we appreciate everybody watching and we will be back next week. I don't know who we're gonna have on just yet but we'll let y'all know next week we'll figure it out but uh again appreciate it i'll put my venbo at in the comments after this and uh please donate if you can anything helps uh it's for the kids and uh that's all you need to that's all you need to know it's for the kids donate for, for the anyway, kids yep peace out see y'all next week bye y'all